0: Yo, 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 what up OGs? Welcome to episode 70 of the OG Sessions podcast. I am here today joined by my brother Joey Allen. What's up, what's up? How are you feeling, I'm man? feeling good, I'm feeling Let's good. Let's go ahead and give you a quick little... <laughs> thank you guys. Quick thank a little, little cheer from the crowd for my boy Joey Allen, man. Quick little round of applause. What's um, up, brother? Big episode today. Oh, yeah. So we are breaking, uh, breaking some new walls for the podcast in this episode. We have been searching long and far... For the perfect first professional athlete guest to get on the show. And we found him. And we found him. Let's cool. get into it. Episode 70. Please join me in welcoming the man himself, UFC fighter, Trey the Truth Waters. Uh, How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling great, brother. Feeling great. So, Trey the Truth Waters. Mm-hmm. How did you get this nickname,
1: The Truth? Well, uh, so... It's it's kind of like a low. It's like a lot of different reasons. So one, um, I I like to just stay as close to the truth as possible. Like a lot of people uh, lie to themselves. Like they they try to uh, like out of insecurities, they kind of lie to themselves. Like a lot of things people do. Just I don't know me. I just try to stay as close to the truth as possible. Rather it like regardless if it hurts, regardless of anything, I'm I just try to be as close to the truth as possible. And I try to be as honest and as genuine as possible, and um, and honestly, I just think I'm the truth as well. Yes, sir. I like that yes, shit because
0: I mean it, it rolls really well. You know, trade the truth waters. I'm yeah. like that shit sounds clean. Um, first off, congratulations to you, bro. This past year, I feel like you have been this. This is like a big year for you, bro. Yeah. Man, um, man. congrats on getting in the UFC. Uh, I want to just quickly dive deep into like the background of, you know, your life and just, you know, how you got to this point and, you know, what it took for you to get to this point. Um, how long have you been fighting? Like, when did this start for you, bro? Well, did, were you a kid and you were out there, you know, punching people and shit? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> nah, I,
1: I appreciate you. But no, I, uh, I actually started training when I was 17. Oh, wow. So When I was a junior in high school. Yeah. Were
0: you like into wrestling beforehand and then like you kind of got into what What was like your your first stepping
1: stone for getting into the you know MMA I guess I used to play like football I played like a little bit of organized football like Pop Warner and shit when I was young what and position uh, uh in Pop Warner sure I was like all type <laughs> of different positions like middle line were you tall defense, back then too because yeah. you're tall now right yeah I was always I
2: see you tall. being like a safety or like a wide receiver
1: Wide receiver, yeah. Once I got older, I was playing a little bit of receiver, but younger, I was like defensive end and shit. Yeah. yeah,
0: How tall are you?
1: I'm six five.
0: Okay, sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. When I first when when I first met you bro, I was like, damn. I was expecting you to be tall, but it's cool because you're also tall, but you're built as well. Like mm-hmm. whenever you, I see you fight on you know on TV or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. you always look like you're you don't have like as big of arms as the other guy, but you've got way more reach and you've got way more size on him overall. It's like it's funny because. It's like if, you, if you're going to put someone in the weight classes that you've been in, mm-hmm. I'd kind of much rather have, like, the size and the length over someone than, like, being, like, short and, like, you know, you see some of these guys where they're, like, super buff, but they, like, they only have such a, you know, such a short reach. It's like there's certain guys are not even going to be able to get to, you know, right. before they get punched. Right. Um, so yeah i'm definitely a big fan of like you know yourself and the way you fight and your style and shit it's um you're a fucking animal out there bro you know what i mean like it's it's definitely fun to watch fighters like you you know there's some guys that go in there and they kind of go like the safe route and they're very like conservative i guess you'd say or like like reserved whenever they're fighting and they're kind of like waiting for just like that big heavy hitter shot but you're very like you let those hands fly Mm -hmm. and um it's interesting bro um so you said you got into this
1: shit when you were 17. Yeah, yeah. I think, so I want to elaborate. So with my yeah. style, I think the reason I think it is interesting <laughs> is because what I do is I'm very, uh I bait a lot of my opponents. Like I kind of fight with my hands low, my head out. I kind of present myself as available to hit, but I'm not. So I, I like to make my opponents miss and counter. So I think that kind of what makes for like an exciting fight. And also uh, what you said before, um. As far as being tall, that's the beautiful part about MMA is, like, there's so many different aspects to the game that, yeah, being tall is an advantage, but in certain aspects of fighting, like, yes, striking, like, having the length advantage is is good, but also they're closer to your legs if they want to wrestle you, it's easier for a shorter guy to get there, easy for him to wrap you, things like that, so that's what makes it so, like, interesting, because yeah, being tall is, is an advantage in certain positions, but it's also a disadvantage, you know?
0: Wow, that actually, ma- I never even thought about that. That's yeah. a really good point because w- would you say that your strong point would be, I, I don't know what the actual terminology is for, but when you're standing up as opposed to like when you're down there grappling?
1: Right, yeah, striking for sure. For sure, okay. Yeah, so,
0: you're, so you would prefer for you and your opponent to spend
1: most of your time on your feet. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about just becoming a boxer? <laughs> uh, I have. I have thought of it. My boxing is really good, but the thing about it is, there's a lot of things that makes me special at MMA. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, if I was to just be a boxer, like, I believe, like, I don't know. I think it makes me special being, like, as an MMA fighter, being able to do everything, for sure.
0: I think that it's cool, too, because MMA, in my opinion, is a lot more, like, I guess, true, like, realistic fighting than as opposed to boxing. Like, I feel like you can actually get, I feel like you can get a lot more like damage done whenever you're in mma as opposed to boxing like yeah you can i I might be wrong on that but it just seems like from what i see it's like there's so many more ways to get somebody to tap out whenever you're doing mma as opposed to like boxing you're just like you're just swinging until this dude hits the ground basically you know um i i i I, I think it's dope bro i think that you definitely chose the right path apparently you know for sitting Mm -hmm. here because it's like you've you've put some damage on some people bro and um I guess when you're 17 years old and you're getting into this shit, was there any kind of like fear of, you know, just like you really hurting somebody or like actually, you know, beating the shit out of somebody too bad?
1: Yeah, there's fear. There honestly, like even now, you know, for sure, there's it's always, always that. Like I'm I'm like a super like sweethearted guy, is, as ironic as that is, but I I never really want to inflict like serious damage on anyone. Yeah, that's something that actually bothers me. Like when I knocked out Ben Bennett. I like that whole night I was like I was fucked up about it to be honest like I I felt horrible it was weird like I felt horrible I don't wow. know I felt so bad
2: You ever me. feel like maybe you might not want to do this for a long time if that's how you're feeling after you knock somebody out I
1: mean I mean I can't do it for that long of a time I right. only got like fucking you know so lo- so much longer to go I'm 28 now I was so, just about to ask you that. Okay, 28, yeah.
0: that's actually, you're still pretty, you're still fairly young, for sure. Yeah, I haven't um,
1: necessarily even reached my
0: prime, technically, so. The fact that you've only been doing this shit for 11 years, though, mm-hmm. and you're at the level that you're at, I mean, I don't know, like, what how a lot of that shit works with, like, time frames and stuff, mm-hmm. but, I mean, you see some of these guys, like, you see kids in there in the gyms, like, training sometimes, like, especially with just, like, wrestling and basic stuff like that. That's true, yeah. So, I mean, you know, congrats to you, bro. That's Thank fucking you, bro.
1: dope,
2: man. Yeah. Do you fight a lot of younger people? Do you think?
1: Them, uh, no. Like, are there any like ridiculously young people in the UFC? There is, but not anyone that I fought. Actually, yeah. my boy Steve, he was just he was. Uh, they were in like cahoots. It wasn't It wasn't like official, but he was uh, supposed to be fighting Raul Rojas, who's like I think he's eighteen years old. Oh my god, which is sick. Wow. Yeah. And
0: how old is your boy Steve? You are talking about uh, yeah, Steve, like or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's an awesome fighter as well. Too yeah, shout out to him, bro. 17. Oh yeah. Um, and, and you said he was twenty six. Yeah, see, that's, I mean, that's a pretty good age gap right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eight years. I mean, that's, That's but he's a great fighter. I I don't think that the age would really, I don't think that'd really come into play too much, but I do think that it's crazy. Like this dude's got so much more life on this other person, you know? Oh yeah.
1: I think with Raul, he's a savage, but I do believe that him being so young, it, I believe we're starting to see now how that can be a little bit of a problem. Elaborate. (laughs) Because he just fought C-Rod and C-Rod, he was, he was the first guy to beat him. And he uh he kind of manhandled him a little bit, like you know, really? it, just, it looked like that grown man's strength really. Yeah, came yeah. Do you play. think it's
2: just like the stamina? I mean, because he's younger, maybe I don't
1: know. Nah, stamina wise, I think that's an advantage of his. You know, yeah. being younger, you're like you got like a super crazy energy level. But as far as like just strength and like I don't know, you know, they say old man strength. I think I think that's a real thing. You know?
0: Do you think maturity also plays a big role in it? Because you know, oh, yeah. you have got like. You're in, I mean, for you, and I want to do, I do want to dive deeper into this a little bit down the road, but, um, when you're out there in these giant stages and you've got thousands of people watching and you know that you're also being broadcasted on TV, like if you fuck up, everyone's going to see it. If you beat the crap out of somebody, everyone's going to see it. It's like one of those things where, do you think that pressure comes into play whenever you're like a younger fighter and you're like, damn, it's it's like, you don't really control it as well or no. Do you think that that's just kind of out the window?
1: Uh, I don't know. It might vary
0: from fighter to fighter, too, I guess. You know, it depends on the person as well. How do you usually uh, handle that pressure? Like, whenever you... Where did you start? Where was, like, your first, like, big lane? Were you doing, like, those combat nights and things like that? Yeah, combat night. Yeah, I had a lot of combat night fights, yeah. Were you ever nervous in, like, those initial situations
1: whenever you... I mean, because that's a couple hundred people at least, right? Mm -hmm. Honestly, bro, the people... Like, once you're in there, like, it's only you and him, you know? Really? The people kind of, like, they... They matter like in anticipation, but like once you're in there, they disappear. You know, they're oh, no man. different. Yeah, exactly. that's really interesting because when you're,
0: when it's that's so funny because when you're watching the fight, the fighters are so locked in and it's like they only, the only thing they're thinking about it looks like is the fight. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense. And whenever, I don't know if, you know, I've actually never been to a live UFC fight, but I've been to multiple of those combat night things. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because whenever you're watching it, the stage is, it's, truly like not that easy to see what's going on like from the outside of it you that know what i mean true, yeah. like it's kind of difficult like the way the lights are all set up it's like really dark around the stage but then the stage is like completely you know very bright and right. then and, and not in a bad way like i mean it's still fun to go to those things you still see what's happening but oh, yeah. it's like i could see how if you were just in that cage with somebody all you really see is like that person and then like all the blackness and
1: you know the mm-hmm. background
0: kind of you know right.
1: exactly yeah that's exactly how it is bro it's the people are like non-existent because when I fought for the LFA title in South Dakota, it was a lot of people there. And then when I made my UFC debut and before, or when I, I've also fought in similar situations, there was like no no fans allowed at the Apex. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so there it wasn't a lot of people there at all. And honestly, bro, no difference. Really? Yeah, no difference for me. Yeah. It's all. It's always gnarly for sure.
0: Yeah. Dude, I don't, it's so badass that he gets out there and does that shit, bro. Like, I don't know. Me, personally, it's just there's, you're putting so much on the line. And it can get so hectic in there. And at the same time, it's like there's so many distractions too, right? And, mm-hmm. like, things that could come into play. And, um, yeah, shout out to you, bro. You're a fucking legend, man. That's <laughs> just, you, that's bro. just definitely dope. But um, I want to talk about what goes into just, like, you know, so you you find out you're going to be fighting or you're, like, preparing for a fight um what's your preferred weight class to fight at 170 welterweight okay 170 Mm -hmm. so if you're you know obviously you're probably not weighing 170 like normal you're probably weighing like close to like 180 maybe 190 or something if you're just like about 190 okay yeah yeah. so then you get word of the fight how do you start cutting weight like what do you what what kind of steps do you take to get prepared for it
1: so me uh i try to stay away from running when i'm not uh, scheduled for a fight, I don't really run much But once I do get a fight scheduled And I'm like about 8 weeks out, I do start to run a bit Just to kind of get my weight down And I, uh, mostly The the main thing that switches is My diet and my activity You know, so I eat more Clean and I, uh, I just get like A little more training in, but one thing about me Bro, I, I train year round Like I don't necessarily, like I don't never not train I'm always grinding, you know, so
2: <clears throat>
1: In a fight camp <clears throat> It doesn't really change much for me Gotcha. just yeah. the diet gets more strict and uh, get a little more active you know? yeah mm-hmm.
0: definitely cool bro.
1: have you ever had like struggles trying to get down to weight yeah when i when as an amateur i fought at 155 that's crazy and that man, is insane i, I was killing myself like killing myself i i was about half of myself every time i showed up because it, it was it was a bad it was a bad thing did
2: you have to sit in the sauna yeah. and sweat it out
1: yeah yeah it was bad i like even now even now I cut a decent amount of weight. Like my last fight, I I think well actually the fight before last, I was like eighteen pounds the day before, you know. Oh, that is insane! I, but I was I water loaded, so it sounds a lot more crazy than what it really is. But yeah,
0: I mean that's a lot of weight to lose is. just in like a t- twenty four hour span, whether it's water or not, you know.
2: Like you ever had to ride trail. the bike in the sauna? No,
1: have. Like, have you done any activity? In I haven't the sauna? really had the uh, oh, opportunity no. to do that because all the saunas that I've used up to this point it has been like. Regular gym is like yeah, daily yeah, shit
0: Yeah. I mean, still, that shit will get the job done, bro. For me, oh, yeah. just sitting in the sauna for 10 minutes after a workout. Bro. Or you could sit in the attic like that.
1: right now on the por- <laughs> on <this laughs> floor. Oh, sauna. yeah. You could sit on the fucking back porch right now. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, God. It's crazy. Jeez.
0: Dude, that <laughs> heat is insane, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. And we were just talking about this before we started recording. It's like, bro, you could have the best AC in your car in the world. And then you get out of the gas pump to fill up your gas. And it's yeah. like, you get back in your car, you're fucking drenched. Dude. It's, it's terrible. It is insane, bro. But... What do you think that does to you mentally, bro? Like when you're going through those cuts, I mean, I'm sure you're cutting like almost like what 30, 40 pounds when you're getting down to 150. And it's that's got to be like mentally, that's got to do something to you, bro. Like, yeah. They
1: they say once you, uh, when you dehydrate yourself, they say that your brain actually takes like, I believe, like 48 hours to rehydrate. So you fucking, it's, it's, in, it's psychotic, bro. You, you dehydrate yourself completely and then you go into a cage to get punched in the brain that is not even hydrated you know that's how people get knocked out it's crazy really okay so i never thought about that
0: yeah i never thought i didn't realize that that was how i mean i didn't know i knew it affected you like like emotionally and makes you kind of like have a different headspace but i didn't realize that your like brain is fucking you know not even really that hydrated or anything that's that's a very crazy thought do you ever when when that fight was going on were you were you afraid of anything like that happening i guess in the moment because obviously you're the one you can kind of feel like you know i'm Losing a lot of weight I'm sure when you look At yourself in the mirror You probably look A lot skinnier too
1: Bro I've had some Crazy situations Like crazy Like one time uh, Not too recent Kind of recent A few fights ago Yeah I uh, I had a bad weight cut And I was literally bro, Right before I went Two way in I was like sitting there I felt like I like Had a pee But like I I like couldn't even Necessarily get up to go And I, I had like a Fucking coffee cup In the hotel I like grabbed it and I, like, pissed in it, bro. And it was, like, Coca-Cola. Oh. It, was, it was just a little bit, but it was, like, Coca-Cola, bro. Bro, Ew, that is crazy. Yeah, so they're, like, yeah. I've so you're putting your body through, like,
0: oh, wow, bro. Because yeah. I was going to say your body's got to be, like, in, like, fight-or-flight mode in some of those cases, bro, where you're, like... Like just give me a fucking
1: cheeseburger, you yeah, know, or like something,
2: and you go and fight like that. That's what's yeah, crazy. Like, like you can't feel strong doing that. Well, shit. Well,
1: you get twenty four hours, so the weigh in is the day before. Yeah, so you get twenty four hours to like rehydrate. So you're t- you you oh. get you get back right for the most part. Oh,
0: okay. I never, I did not know that. Okay, yeah, so, so that's The weigh in is a full
1: day before. Yeah, that's yeah, why I you're mean, able to do this psychotic.
0: Okay, I I always knew the weigh-ins were a day before, but for some reason, maybe I thought that like right before the fight happens, they're gonna like weigh you again just to make sure. Oh, yeah, you can. So you could pick up what, like, you could, you could probably put on quite a, like, a few pounds at least over the next
1: day. So I walk about 190. So I cut to one seventy, I get back up to one ninety, bro. No, no way! Bro. I swear! No way! I swear! I'll fight <laughs> in twenty four hours. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that's what cutting weight is. That's why you do it. So honestly, that is so
0: fucking cool.
1: That to, is the funniest thing ever. It's crazy. That to is be dope. real though. If I if if I didn't have to do it because what happened, everyone does it, everyone cuts weight. So if I didn't cut weight, I, if I fought at my natural walk around weight, I would fight at one eighty five. You know? Yeah. But those guys are fucking two ten. You know. Oh, I see. Okay. So everybody's shrinking themselves down, so I can't even. If I if I was like, man, fuck that, I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to cut weight. I'm going to have to fight bigger guys. You yeah, know? I see Damn. what you're saying. Okay,
0: yeah. yeah, and then those guys are also going to be closer to your height and stuff too, as well. So it's like, yeah. you know, a lot of that advantage of so what you're talking about in the beginning, it's like a lot of that kind of goes away too. Yeah. Um. For sure. Would 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 that ever be something you'd want to explore? Get up like in the one? I mean, if you beat this shit out everybody in 170, like, what would be the next? The next
1: step. Honestly, that's kind of my goal because I look at the skill level and, like, the skill level is different, bro. 170 to 185, those guys are slow. They're not that technical. Like, I, I'm telling you, if you if you pay attention. But
0: do you think their punches maybe make a bigger impact? Like, what do you think
1: you're like, because are they, they're obviously going to be like a little bit stronger guys? I'm sure. I'm sure it hit a little harder. But I mean, if I put on that weight, if I get bigger, I'll, I'll hit just as hard. So. Yeah.
0: When no. you first got into this, like, into fighting or whatever, did you ever have, like, a moment where you're like, damn, maybe this isn't, like, like you know, a time where you lost a fight pretty bad or something, and you're like, okay, this kind of fucking sucks, you know? No. Really? I mean, well. Because that's, I, I just feel like, for me, I like it. I mean, I'm, and I'm not trying to say, I mean, obviously, I'm not, you know, obviously, he's a great fucking fighter. I, I don't expect him to have a lot of fights where he feels that way, but uh, it's one of those things where, like, I know for me, if, I'm sure I'd have a great time fighting somebody if I'm winning, mm-hmm. but like you know, get your ass like, yeah, they say get your ass beat, then you're sitting on the ground. And you're like, I don't, <laughs> I can't even get up from this fucking position right now. Like, right. I feel like then I'd be like, all right, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll retire. For me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So, uh, me, the thing about me, the thing about me is, I don't mean to like sound cocky or no shit, but I've never really like gotten my ass beat. You, you know? ever been knocked out? No, nah, I've never really? been knocked out. All my okay. So I've lost two fights as an amateur, one as a pro. All three of the fights I lost the same way. I I, I got submitted in the first round. Mm-hmm. So it's like and and so in the first loss as, as an amateur, which is so far back, I um I was doing like okay. What happened was I had damn now that I remember that actually. So I had the guy in the guillotine, and I thought I had the fight. Once I had him in the guillotine, he ended up escaping. And he ended up on top of me. And fighting is so mental. People like if you if you've done it, you understand. Like at the end, when you're fighting, you always have the opportunity to quit. You always have the choice. Like mm-hmm. like if you don't want to be in there, you can you go. You'll find a way out. It's kind of like that. So when I ended up in a bad position, I started kind of freaking out. I honestly kind of gave the fight away. I kind of turned around. He got my back, choked me. You know? Yeah. It's that's kinda how fight like when people lose fights and shit, a lot of times they choose. They it's a choice. Yeah. Like unless they get knocked out or they're just getting their ass beat. But most of the time it's a choice. And um so my second loss as an amateur. Fought Elvin Espinoza who shot out. He's a savage. He um and he beat it was it would happen really quick. I kinda like threw a punch. He fucking he actually caught my fucking Hand, which is nuts. Like that is anyway. I kind of slipped and he jumped on my back and choked me really quick. So, and then my my most recent loss, which was in contender series, I fought Gabriel Bonefame, who was fucking like 14-0, and 0, savage. Shout out. He's a he's a beast. He's actually fighting tonight. And um, so I was I was doing well. I was doing well on the feet, and uh I got him in a fuck, he went for a takedown. I got him in a deep-ass guillotine, bro. And he reversed my guillotine and actually Vaughn Flew choked me. From me having a guillotine, which is some sick shit. Wow, it's awesome. I don't know what that means, but I. It it sounds no, that crazy. sounds fucking badass. It was, sick. From, yeah. It I, was I know like, what a guillotine is, so yeah. I mean, that's gotta be insane. It's some like some good jujitsu shit for sure. It's it's good, and um. But anyway, I say all that to say this: I never really got in a fight. Lost and was like, damn. Like I just never, I never could look across from the guy and be like, that dude was so much better than me. Yeah, you know, I kind of just kind of got like caught, I kind of just quit before. I kind of just Slim you know out. little little shit yeah. like that. So are it was, most
0: of your your losses from uh like being on the ground and grappling? And yeah. is that what it's called? Whenever so you you're should, like on the ground, like wrestling, yeah. When you okay. tap,
1: like tapped out. I mm-hmm. tapped okay. out three times. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so I feel like that'd be a better way. to Were they all shorter than, like, dudes? Yeah, I only got so. <laughs> this shit's funny. My my debut, my first fight ever, was the only time I fought a guy who was the same height as me. And he freaked the fuck out when he seen me. Really? Him and his <laughs> people, because they were just like, no fucking way, John, this dude's the same height as you. That's crazy. They were like, they were freaked the fuck out. I think it kind of fucked with him mentally, too. Yeah. And um, But yeah, that's the only guy who's ever even been close. You know so
2: not I mean? a lot of dudes are
1: 6'5"? Nah. Well, actually, Jalen, fully the guy I fought that I got into the UFC, I believe he was like 6'2". So...
0: Would you prefer to fight somebody that's a little bit closer to your height because then they don't have that crazy, like, wrestling advantage? That's actually a really good question.
1: Um, Yeah, I think so. I
0: mean, because you like to keep it, like, you like to stand up and Mm -hmm. and go toe-to-toe with them, so I feel like. And I feel like, honestly, that would be... If you're going to be better at one of the other, I feel like in UFC it's or not UFC but just MMA in general, mm-hmm. like being able to stand up and throw good punches is like that's the bread and butter. But honestly. you gotta have the groundwork for
1: sure. 100%. So this is what I always tell myself. I tell myself like, bro, there's three rounds, right? Every round we have to start on the feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what exactly. I'm saying like no matter what the round ends and we're starting on the feet. So every round you're gonna have to take me to the ground and keep yeah. me there if that's where you if that's what you want. How do you think you'd perform in like five or ten rounds? I actually, my last, the fight that got me into the UFC was a five-round fight, but I knocked him out in the second round, so hey. never, never win.
0: <laughs> how but does I, that feel, bro? I'm sorry. He doesn't cut need you five off, rounds. But like, how <laughs> the fuck does that shit feel, bro? When you like have that, that money punch where it hits him just like right where, where it counts, bro.
1: Bro, it's indescribable. So like.
0: Best feeling in the world? Yeah.
1: One of them. Oh yeah, it's like it that
0: instant W, bro. It's like put all the talking aside, put everything, put you know, it it's shuts like, everybody up, shuts
1: everybody yeah. up, bro. Because you won, like that's great. So the one that got me into the UFC, Jalen Fuller, shout out, he's a savage as well. He was winning, he was winning the fight. He like caught me with a head kick. He like almost finished me, bro. He like he got me, but I um, that is kind of what got him knocked out because he got like a little bit too happy, overextended himself, and I countered him. But um, yeah, he. So that I was, I was, and also Ben Bennett, the guy I caught with that knee. So listen to this. That he shit was, was crazy. Do y'all know? Like he won. He won that whole fight. That do you know when that knee happened? No. The last thirty seconds. No way. He beat me the whole fight.
0: Had he, you ever been like? Had you done that a lot previously? Like I haven't seen every single one of your fights, never. but that is the craziest move, bro. That's got to be like you're putting your. It's so risky, right? Isn't that so risky to like go up there and like try to. Make and that it, kind of contact I don't know it Honestly
1: just, So I have to explain it Because like, Yeah do I it bro, Please I have to be honest I hate exp- I don't hate explaining this But like It's hard for people To understand this And like It's even hard for me To understand this But Honestly bro In that fight Like God did He It was a miracle Because in that fight, I had ge- I had given up. Like I had already lost. Like Neil Magny was in Ben's corner, and I hear I heard him in the, la- the last round. I heard him. Ninety seconds, Ben, you got ninety seconds. And in my and then thirty more seconds go by. He's sixty seconds, Ben, you got sixty seconds. I remember in my head thinking like, bro, just let the sixty seconds go. Like I don't even care. I don't want to. I don't even want to be. I lost. Mm-hmm. It's over. I just don't want to be here no more. I want this to just be over. Like, I lost. Like, I, I remember thinking that. Like, I, the, fight, I was, the fight was out of me. I, I had already given up. It was over. And then the ref, like, broke us Because he was holding me against the cage as this is going on. The ref, like, breaks us. And he, like, smushed me against me right back on the cage. The ref, like, breaks us. He gets me right back on. And the ref is, like, breaking us apart. And This is not normal. Like, normally, refs will let the, the fight happen. And because uh, it's not like Ben wasn't doing anything, he he was working, you know. Like honestly, yeah, yeah. he was working. He wasn't he, just holding you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like he was jerking my hand down and scooting me. Like he was he was throwing punches. He was working, and um, I truly don't know why the ref he split us up like three times. Back, like he would split us up. I would I would let him get me again. He would split us up because like, I was done. I was I, I was done. I didn't want to be in there. Literally, the commentator says. The ref, he says, if the ref breaks him up again, I bet you that Ben will get uh get him on the cage again or something like that. And then the other commentator is like, yeah, Trey Waters has to do something. He has to pull off something amazing to win, right? Boom, the ref pulls us apart, bro, Ben, and that's when the knee happened. Boom, I fucking need him. It's like twenty seconds left in the fight. It was over. But I and let me tell you, so Steve, in that when they break us, I hear Steve say knee. I hear him screaming, and I just shoot it. That's crazy. But listen, Steve's story is there's three girls behind him that are just he said that they were like cheering for me the whole time and like they were rooting for me. And he said that right when they broke me, he said that they were screaming the whole time like knee knee. They were he just kept hearing them. He was like aggravated with them just saying so he was just like fuck it like knee screamed it and I swear I heard him and I shot it and that's what happened. For I promise. On how everything. did
0: you feel in that moment? Because I mean your post post fight interview was insane. Like such a like that's a, such, such a motivational like. Like, I don't know, just watching you do that, bro, I can only imagine, like, now now actually talking to him and, like, realizing what kind of a dude you are, it's, like, so cool to watch you in those moments, bro, become out,
1: like, the winner, you know? Bro, it's, like, honestly, and God, like, he snapped in that moment because, like, he made me, he, he I quit, bro, I gave, like, he made it no error for me to, under, like, think that it was not him. Like, he it was it's just crazy the way that he did it like it's just nuts like faith is yeah. just crazy like god did god bro, did I, I can tell you me, like two. your
0: faith is you're, you're a very faithful dude um if you don't mind i'd love to speak about it a little bit and um you know it seems like with a lot of your a lot of like the glory and the things that you get from the sport you give it all to god with a lot of the you know just just every aspect or every opportunity you get with your game to like give grace to God or just say something about it, um, you always take that opportunity. So, and I think that it's really cool for you to go about that because like a lot of fighters, whenever they get on that mic, it's like ah fuck you, da, da, da. you know. What I mean, <laughs> Conor McGregor, he's mm-hmm. like dudes, it's like, but it's really cool. I actually am usually become I'm more of a fan of like the people that are a lot more humble and you know just give the glory to God and do things like that as well. So shout out to you, but Thank you. uh. Are you a very faithful person? Is this like has this been like part of your life for a long time?
1: Yeah, it has. Actually, faith is everything to me. So, actually, when I was 15 years old, I got into like a fight, right? And I I was around like bad guys. I was like I was a little influenced in a negative way, and um, so I I basically just got into a fight, but it turned into more because somebody that was like around me ended up like taking something from the guy, so it like turned into like a robbery. So I ended up going to jail for this when I was 15. So I think I did like 18 days or something like that in DDC. But in that, in that time I found a Bible and like, I started to read it and like, that's kind of like right there is when like my relationship with Jesus, like really like began, you know? And, um, yeah, that's how it started. But recently, like over the past, like year or so, I feel like, I don't know, my relationship with Jesus has just got like really strong, like, really strong and my faith carries me through everything honestly like I die to myself every morning to live a new life in Christ every single day and that is I've I've never been more fulfilled never felt more secure never had more joy you know like it's crazy like it's my life is amazing and it's crazy because it gets misconstrued because like I'm newly signed UFC like oh it's and I don't mean to downplay it like it, it was it's a dream come true but like Man, I wake up every day like so fulfilled, like with so much joy, and it's it has nothing to do with fighting. Like you know, yeah. I, I I did y'all see Israel's uh, post fight interview when um he was saying that this is such an amazing feeling. Like I just wish that every all all you guys could like uh, experience it just one time. Yeah. If you have to like oh yeah it yeah so. like 100%. and that was an awesome interview. It was so inspiring. It was amazing. But <clears throat> one thing like true fulfilled like fulfillness like true joy like it comes from Jesus like fighting like yes yeah, like yeah it's awesome to believe in yourself it's awesome to take the risk and all those things but like man like all that came from Jesus from, from me like that uh, and like it, it only means so much like I, I don't know like me my walk with Jesus is everything to me and like I get so much fulfillment from that you know like fighting it's a great addition but it, it's god first you know
0: i love that bro that's super amen. yeah amen <laughs> that, exactly bro yeah. and uh do, have you ever been in um uh, like was there any specific events where you kind of noticed jesus put like work in your life a little bit better obviously with your career and everything you've got going on with that it's like like you said i mean jesus is clearly i mean you are blessed brother for sure and um with the gift of of Beating the shit out of people. <laughs> it is Pat so whoop ironic. ass. <laughs> yeah, he gave the gift with that uh, can of whoop-ass. For sure. But shout out to you, bro. I love Thank just you. when people are really humble and they're just, you know, also very, um, like, passionate about their faith. You know, I feel like a lot of times, like, people, they get famous or whatever and they kind of forget about, like, their roots or their faith or things like that. And, um, yeah, I, I love that energy. I think it's really dope. Thank you. Um, do you ever think that, like, it's, it can do long term damage to you. I mean, it definitely could.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it for sure could. But that's like a part of my faith. You know, it's like I mean, I'm here. Like I'm here for some reason. You know, like and there's and fear that stops a lot of people from doing a lot of great things. True. So like I don't know. That's something that I would I would never let stop me. Like God has me here for a reason. He's not bringing me here just to drop me here. He's not bringing me here to to give me like. Long term damage, you know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, his promises are, are true and it's to have, to be prosperous, you know? So I believe it and, um, I don't know. That's, I just have true faith.
0: Was your most recent fight that you were just talking about the one or not most recent fight, but the one where you, uh, threw the knee was that. Uh, the most damage you've ever been like during a fight or mm-hmm. like 100%. I yes. mean, that was crazy, bro. Yeah,
1: he he was whooping my ass. How yeah. were
0: you feeling the next day? How do you typically Horrible. feel the next day after these fights?
1: After that one, I was beat up. Like I got in a car accident. Like, yeah, that's Damn. how I felt.
0: Wow, bro. Mm-hmm. What's crazy. the recovery like for that kind of stuff?
1: I mean, I'm filled with so much. Like, I'm so happy that like I, I don't really care about recovering. Like, I just be really living life. I swear I'd be just chilling.
0: Even know? after like <laughs> if it, if it's if. Maybe you win the fight, but do you ever have fights where you feel like you could have performed a little bit better and put it
1: away earlier and not have taken so many punches? Yeah, my last fight, yeah. I feel like that. I I actually injured myself. I, I like, broke my hand. So, yeah, I wish I could have just hit him with a shot and got him out early for sure, but it's not always going to happen like that.
0: What kind of things are different about going from just being – beforehand you were i guess just fighting in like these combat nights in like the lfa or whatever it is it's the lfa right mm-hmm. I, okay and then um now going into U- the ufc like is there the training facilities on a different level like what's what are the some of the biggest differences as a fighter
1: honestly there's no difference no way no difference really it's the same thing remember how i said like inside of the fight like everyone disappears yeah so it's like ultimately the fight is what matters like you know nothing else
0: before you're getting ready for a fight is it like are you is it a nicer type of room or is it kind of like you know more upgraded kind of things or oh
1: yeah it is for sure Uh, but what does that matter you know like I would I would warm up like on a mat in in the grass it don't matter true yeah honestly
0: what's the uh what's the biggest arena or I guess not arena but what's the biggest like venue that you've fought at
1: it was actually for the LFA title in South Dakota. That's badass. It was right. sick. It was called like Sanford Pentagon, I believe. It That's was awesome. Sick. There was a ton was of it people. Was a big crowd? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Were they it went crazy. Yeah. So uh, when I knocked Jalen out, it was freaking. They went nuts. Like they went nuts. That felt good. It, it was crazy. It How was do crazy. your uh, are, are you really close to your parents? Uh. My mom, yeah. Okay how
0: yeah. does um how how does she feel about you doing this? Is she does it ever bother her? Or she she's a like... huge fan
1: actually. She's she's grown to be like a huge fan. I it's, love it's it. It's actually super surprising. Like she she'll text me like knowing about certain UFC shit. I'd be like, what? Like what you... <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> so funny.
0: That's super awesome. Because I not for sure. Like I, I mean. I've got. I mean, my family. It's like they they can't even watch it. Sometimes, like mm-hmm. certain fights will start happening. They'll be like, you know, you started the third round, and they're already like, no, I can't watch. I can't watch. You know, yeah. So. That's
1: that's how my dad and my mom and them on that side is. They don't they don't really like to watch it. You know. Yeah. 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 They'll rather just see what happened after. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Which I understand.
0: Yeah, and a hundred percent. But I mean, usually the afterwards is if, if you're doing it the way you're doing it, it's like you know, usually the afterwards is going to be a pretty good aftermath. Yeah,
1: but. I definitely get those calls. Yes, it's crazy. Uh, did,
0: what's the uh, what goes into choosing a walkout song?
1: Uh, and what is your walkout song? So I don't. I, it changes like yeah, every yeah. time, but um, it just depends. Like I don't know. It depends. Is it like, just
0: what you're feeling on like that week kind of thing? Yeah, like what yeah. new song is? Is it? Do you always go for like a new song or just kind of like your overall vibe of what you're like? Give me an example. What was your most recent
2: walkout song?
1: It was I'm Illy by Ti. So oh, I, sometimes I go all the way back. That's dope. I like Which that? one's your favorite that you've had? My favorite walkout song. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
0: is that not important to you? I feel like for me, that'd be the only thing I'm thinking about. Period. Like the whole. White is your like, walkout yeah. song? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like listening to the car. I'm like going through shit. I'm
2: like, ooh, could
0: this be one? Yeah. Could, you know what I mean? Just what like, would your
2: walkout song be?
0: That's a great fucking question. You know,
2: <laughs> I want to do something by Meat Mill probably.
0: Yeah, Meek Mill will be a great one. Dreams I and think. nightmares. Yeah, yeah dreams and I mean, yeah, I feel like that that would. Be Have you heard
2: like, that before? Has oh, yeah, That's like, dude, that's like, <laughs> I I, I that's know, three or four
0: times yeah, a fight. Honestly, right. like, that's there's boring. some, there's at, at every single you know UFC event, there's probably at least a couple people doing dreams and nightmares. Maybe, like right now, my most recent songs, I've I've been listening to a lot of like throwback Wayne, which yeah. like you know, I don't know if she bank will, account would be a good. That'd bank be, account would
1: be hard by dude. Wayne.
0: Oh, oh the, I
2: thought you were
1: talking about Twenty One. Yeah, no, same.
0: I, well, I think it's the bank account. You're talking about the Twenty One Savage. Yeah, the remix by yeah. Lil Wayne. Yeah, what oh, was that on? That was on. Um,
2: you got it. It was good. Dedication
0: Five or some shit I or whatever. So. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, I that's never like heard a very that. Right? Hey, like, put it.
2: Hey, <laughs> that's gonna be your next walkout song. Listen to it. <laughs> Bad, I I'll
0: do so. Take It to Trial by Young Thug and Gunna. <laughs> That'd be fine. No, they <laughs> didn't mean? take it to trial. <laughs>
1: oh, fuck you mean?
2: Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> that
0: would be hard. That would be. Um. So do you ever, like, whenever... If if you could choose to be the first person to walk out or the second person to walk out, which one are you going with?
1: So the second guy is always, like, he's, seen, he's like, the favorite guy. Like, walking out first is, like, means you're most likely to underdog. Oh, got you. Okay. Yeah, but um i've been an underdog in like all my fucking most recent fights but uh my boy Danny shout out he uh he actually gave me a good perspective he said that he looked at it like if when you walk out uh first that you're you're in there and when the second guy comes out He's like your uh, like your food. Like you're in your cage, waiting on your food. Mm-hmm. And I always like that's that's hard. Yeah, so. that's actually fucking dope. I've right. never heard of it
0: like that. That's sweet. That makes yeah. it a lot a lot cooler perspective for sure. Right, Exactly. And I think you know personally, I would. I mean, I think both would be dope because if you go out second, obviously you're gonna be the fresher guy. Like you just got, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You're just getting in there, but at the same time, the other dude got to get in there and kind of like relax and just kind of like get a feel for the mat and get right. a feel for like just, you know, the the atmosphere and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, what was it like getting announced by Bruce Buffer?
1: I haven't got announced by Bruce Buffer. Oh, okay. Because I fought at the apex, so Bruce Buffer wasn't. There. Oh, okay, got you. I didn't Next know because I was like, "That would
0: be fun." Is that like like bucket list? Is that gonna be crazy? Whenever oh, yeah. you hear that, oh yeah. Is there someone that's kind of like a minute, like a uh, like a wannabe Bruce Buffer that's there? <laughs> that's like doing it. It makes it at least sound kind of cool. Or is it?
1: Mm-mm. Okay. No, it's Bruce Buffer or nothing. Okay, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. even think. I don't even know who the fuck the other ones are that yeah. do it. I swear, that's crazy. I can't even think of Do you
0: have a uh, specific like referees That you would like to eventually have like Ref one of your fights
1: or Herb or? Dean Okay that's I like my dog saying, For Herb he's, Dean he's to actually, be so cool He actually uh, re- Did he ref my last one I know he ref my contender fight And he that's actually so talked dope. to me after He like had some like words of encouragement I was like damn Like it's fucking Herb Dean Like that's Bro that's nice. insane It's cool so Yeah that, that'd that be a really cool Have you ever character. met Dana White Yeah Dana White So after uh It's crazy After my My debut they like brought me back to him, like in his private area room, like where he watched the fight. Yeah, he was like tell- congratulating me, telling me how much he like enjoyed seeing me and how fucking he was. He he liked. It. He was a fan. That's, That's incredible, incredible bro. crazy, nice. crazy. He's a fucking billionaire. Like. Were you starstruck when that happened? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's honestly, I think that's the most starstruck I've ever been. Really? And it's
0: right after you just fought too. So I bet the nerves are already like super high, or like the energy is just super high, and you're like, I'm going to be fucking data. Like, bro, you gotta feel like the crazy. king of the world at that point, bro.
1: Crazy. There's actually a picture on my phone of like me walking out of the venue, and um Steve is like right behind me. He's got like a huge smile in my and my head's like down because I can't even believe like I'm like, bro, this shit's crazy. I'm like, t- I'm like, what the hell? This is crazy. Like, I can't even believe this. One of those That's, moments. And and that is right before they tell me, like, oh, Dana wants to see you. Like, took me Ooh. back. I'm like, it's a, it's a dream. Is there mm-hmm. any
0: fighters that you specifically look up to? Like, is there, like, just with their fighting style? Like, who's who are yeah. some of your, like, idols? Are John you, Jones.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: Oh, I love this. Story. I didn't even notice. that. dope. John Jones,
1: um, Izzy. Yeah. You know, those, like, Anderson Silva. You know, the long guys. Yeah. Would you ever like to...
0: Um, like, you know, these are, like, idols. These are huge dudes. Like, you know, like, big-time celebrities. Would you ever like to fight one of them? Or is it more so, like, you respect their game so much, it's like you want, like... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's such a weird perspective. If You can see where I'm coming from. It's no, like, I get it. I, I yeah. just
1: become rivals.
0: It, yeah, for sure. Like, I, you don't want to, like... Because when whoever you're fighting that week is your enemy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but no, I freaking love this dude. Yeah. You know, like, like, they're the reason I fight the way I do or something.
1: So, crazy. Two of those guys I just mentioned had a similar situation. Izzy, when he fought Anderson Silva... Like, that was somebody who looked, he looked up to his whole career. He wanted to be like him. He ended up fighting. him, And, like, I want to do that same thing to Izzy, you know? It's yeah, like, that's so cool. It's crazy. I want to do the same thing. Exactly. It's kind of like
0: passing the torch, you know? It's it is. Like, it's it like you've, you you kind of learned the your ways of fighting and how, you know, your technicalities and stuff like that through this guy watching him all the time and stuff. And right. Then and,
1: and you beat him with his own, and own game. To get deep, bro, that's evolution. Like, think about it, bro. Like, Izzy, like, let's say that happens and I end up fighting Izzy and beating him. Like, bro... I've, I've developed my whole game Around him Like I've been I was a fan of him When he was Not even in the UFC When he was just kickboxing mm-hmm. And I was like Damn his kickboxing game Is like so perfect for MMA So I like studied it I watched it I, I took a lot from it And then he started He got into the UFC and shit But I was My whole game is a, Around him And what I think That he should have added You know what I'm saying So it's like yeah. I, That's what evolution is It's like so, I'm kind of a version of Izzy plus things that I felt like he was missing. And those are the things that I would use to beat him. You know what I'm saying? Wow, bro. Is that is that, a yeah, good point. Sick, right? I like that, dude. It's crazy. Crazy. Evolution is nuts.
0: That's actually really int- Like, imagine if... I mean, that's kind of how, like, fighters, I guess, get better and better over time. Because it's not like Izzy's game is going to ever go... I mean, it'll eventually go down with age. But, like, it's not like he's ever going to get... He's gonna still have that same like those same technicals about him and things that he like yeah. does those same like moves and you you're basically just like becoming the version of him but just a little bit better enough to beat him you yep. know exactly it's yep. super dope bro yep
1: that's how I see it too like it's it's crazy
0: would you ever like to go on that show um uh help me what what is it it's the it's Dana White thing it's oh um, the Ultimate Fighter ultimate yeah fighter. Oh, yeah bro
1: yeah <laughs> but it's 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 bullshit now, though. Have really? you seen it recently? I no. see a lot of clips from it. Man. I see it's so like, many. It's clips. so much drama. It, it it sucks now, bro. Like back in the day, it was it was lit. You know, like I, it's hard for me to even watch the Ultimate Fighter now. You know, really okay. And but I don't know. It might be. It might be because I'm fucking in the UFC now. Like I don't know. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think so. I, I I don't think it's that. I really think that it's it's just watered down now.
0: Is there any specific fighters out there that you would like to fight? Not necessarily because you like really respect them or anything.
1: So, <clears throat> Randy Brown is one, and he's close. He's <laughs> yeah, I won. I won because uh, one, he just fought here in re- He fought in Jacksonville at the UFC Jacksonville, was the most recent one, and oh, I was yeah. there. So he came out to a song, and it was like a like a reggae tune type of song. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it was kind of hard to understand what they were saying. But my boy Steve, he heard him say like Jesus in it, so he was like, "Bro, that song was fire. We need to like hear, figure out what that song is or whatever." So we like figured it out We looked up the song And like basically the song was like Dissing Jesus bro It was like weird It was like Jesus sit down Or some weird shit Like I don't know And I really felt the way about that I don't know mm-hmm. So like I yeah. I don't know I would love And I, I don't know He's somebody that I've always seen And I I, I've, I looked up to him at a point I thought he was good Like I you know But now I see him as like I could smoke him You know You wanna beat his <laughs> ass I do I, I, And it's a good fight He's He's up there And you know He's calling out. He's calling for um, Ian Gary right now. So he's like, he's up there. He's close to the rankings, but like I'm, I'm right on his ass. So. How
0: what's your what's your trash talk game like,
1: bro? What's that? Trash I, I'm talk from game? the hood, bro. Like I, I'm, I've been doing like, oh, I can like, I'm not no pussy. Like I can, if it come down to trash talking and, if, and it comes down to that, I can do it. But I don't even like the term trash talk. Like it's, not, it's like so gay. But as far as like getting savage, like you want to talk, like you want to like you, you want intim- to you want to say something, like uh, try it. You know what I'm Is saying? Is that like, a character? big factor? Yeah. You know, like, I'm, does that happen a lot? No, but it will. Yeah. Like once I'm once the once I'm in front of these cameras and mics, because back like when, all the fights that I've had before, it wasn't none of that. It wasn't no fucking like um, what are they the press conferences, yeah, yeah, shit like that. But with that, it's, that's gonna come. But they can try their luck you know i'm I'm ready for that type of do you of shit, think I,
0: that do you do you t- like try to are you because obviously your level like you're not a main event for a lot of these fights like it's not your job to like sell the fight or mm-hmm. anything but do you try to like hype up your specific fight like do you ever like try to post anything or just try to be like not like saying like you know fuck you and your family or anything like that but just like you know you're saying like just kind of hyping up the fight in any kind of way or anything like that now
1: uh Honestly, that ain't my job. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, that's why I was... That's well, why, yeah. I mean, it is, actually. Like... I, I didn't know, know if you I'm, wanted to... I'm, I'm like, a little weird when it comes to that. Like, I'm so... Like, I I keep the main thing the main thing. Well, with you, it's like your fighting kind of
0: sells the fight alone. You
1: know See, what I that's mean? that's what like, I go for. It. That's what I would like to happen, you know? Yeah, 100%. I, that's, what, that's what I go for. You don't need to start shit. Right. You just end it. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100% yeah. Yep. Facts.
0: And I think it's it's like you, you're going to gain more fans and you're going to gain like more people that like you on a personal level when you're not the one like always starting shit. I mean, obviously Conor McGregor did his thing and really like kind of put that trash talk and stuff on mm-hmm. on the map. And a lot of people do like that. But I think at the end of the day, everyone's kind of in their heart rooting for the underdog. You know, when two people walk out there, the dude that's always talking shit and running their mouth is this dude, you want to get the, you know, get right. beat.
1: And ultimately, bro, I'm genuine. Like I'm the truth. Like I'm really what I, I'm really genuine. Like I really am. Like, so like, tries talking it's not really me very chill very humble yeah like and I and when i say oh i'm from the hood like that's i like i just i i come from like a like a low income area no so, for like, sure I, yeah, yeah i'm you like i grew up in that type of shit so i'm not i'm not one of those guys that like oh you like get thuggish on me and i'm scared like or some dumbass yeah, shit. yeah. Like that, so that's what i meant by saying that like i'm not scared i'm not scared to go there you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you meant for like and if he needs to roast your ass
0: right quick like get ready (laughs) yeah but
1: um but honestly i'm real genuine like and i'm I'm, i just try to be me like i try to be as real as possible and that's how it always is going to be even in the midst of trash talking you know because that and like how you say connor he came and he made it all like cool to talk trash and that fucked everything up because it makes Everybody's so fake, so artificial. True, yeah, like, I hate that. Because like,
0: you see a lot of these fights. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but you, you see so many fights where it's similar to Connor's situation, where mm-hmm. they get so like these things that they're saying, bro, are so fucked up, and you're like, bro, what is like, is it worth it to even like, it's just a fight, bro? Like, you know, I get and, it you're trying to sell it, but you don't got to go after You're anyone's making family. bad blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but it's funny because like even after some of those fights, like three months later, you see them like hanging out at a mm-hmm. party or something. You're just like.
1: It's so it, fake. Yeah, I see that same
0: thing. I'm like, that shit is so fake, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, I know me personally. Like, I wouldn't be able to, like, I, I take certain things personal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, un, you know, without without deliberately doing it, it's like, you know, if someone were to say something about my family or something about just really dark about something, I'd be like, damn, bro, I really fucking hate you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna be able to. I ain't yeah. gonna be able
1: to be in the same room as you for sure. You know? See, me, uh, I'm. I think I'm pretty good with all that type shit. Like, I don't know. I went. I don't think anybody could say anything that I really get to me.
0: What know? fires you up most during a fight? Winning. shit. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like whenever you, if if someone lands like a nice punch on you, does that kind of fire you up a little bit and make you want to get that like get back on them, or does yeah, it
1: make you okay? It does. But I'm also very strategic, bro. Like if I get hit with a good shot, it's not even that I'm like excited, or it's not even that I'm like, oh, I got to get him back. It's the opposite. It's like, ooh, he thinks shit sweet. I'm about to get him because that's my whole game is I'm a counterer. So, like, Jalen, that's how I knocked his ass out. But if you watch that fight, that was the first shot that he committed to. That was the first punch he committed to, and I countered it and knocked him out. That was the first one.
0: Does it feel better to knock somebody out with, uh, like, a – not a counter, but, like, a a jab as opposed to, like, a full-on – what's the best punch to – knock somebody out which one feels the best bro, Upper that,
1: uppercut uh, I, it's hard so when i n- bend that knee that shit was raw. so like obviously that was so cool that is so you, fucking i fucking cool, needed bro. and he just fucking like yeah like he fucking his <laughs> weightless body like like it fell onto my leg it but it seems like you were
0: done too which was crazy like you, oh, was like your energy hard you hard. were so i mean uh, dude the fact that you could even have the power to get up there and do that mm-hmm. is insane to me i mean that that was such a crazy, like it's
1: crazy. But the Jalen one, the Jalen one, the counter—I fucking slipped his shit, came over it and knocked him out. That was gnarly. that was sick. Yeah, that was badass. That, that's that's hard to talk, you know. Yeah. It is. I got a situation for you. What's up? So you're
2: in the you're in the ring, right? Mm-hmm. Big crowd, they're all cheering, mm-hmm. but you don't see him because you, you're zoned in. Uh-huh. Other corner, me and Nick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you worried? No y'all have no chance bro. <laughs>
2: you sure bro no Cause chance, I mean I'm no just saying chance. It's I like promise No cause no Nick chance. will go low I'm running around the corner You don't even see me no. I'm running around behind you In man. the cage
1: I don't see you in the cage No you don't Come see on, me bro. bro. Cause that's you're worried About impossible. Nick going low I'm running <laughs> well, around behind you This is hilarious Y'all might have a chance If that if that happens but If I can <laughs> it, see y'all Hell nah. no No
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the only chance Would be if we
2: got you On the ground I'm getting ass on the ground
1: But honestly bro Y'all would not Y'all can't keep me there I would get up Like it would be so hard for Who y'all should. to keep me in. Only, I'm
2: getting on Nick's shoulders and I'm jumping down. Uh, I, I don't think
1: we realized
0: though the thing is if he like he could probably defend I feel like he could definitely defend himself from us for a, a long period oh, of time sure. for sure. Like we yeah. he he could keep us like off him. Like, but as far as us keeping him off of us, like, he could take out one of us so quickly that it would turn into a one-on-one fight. And, and if I feel it's one-on-one, like, on one, it's over. Yeah, That's it's, like, in the first, like, 10 seconds, it'd be a one-on-one fight, I feel yeah, like. 100%. As long as, like, he would just, like, eventually, I'm going for the legs, but no, he just knees me in the face, and now it's just a one-on-one fight, and <laughs> exactly. you're behind him, and he just turns around and just, right. like...
1: that, you're, you um, it's so funny, because people don't, people, it's so hard for people to understand, like, logically, like, how crazy it would really be to, like, but that's your logic that's good logic how okay you you're looking at it like okay what would we really be able to do to hurt him like he would be able to keep us back but as far as him like, <laughs> you know how, how 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 would y'all really take a what's shot what's the span you know? of
0: time like like that we would take for us to even like get him in a situation where he's like worried as opposed to like all he has to do is if he took one step towards us and when we started it's like we're going to feel like we're under pressure how long do you, you think know? we'd last Bro, I, I don't I honestly, be like, I bet you'd be under 30 seconds. No yeah, way, 100%. Bro, I'm, listen,
1: when y'all, I would hit one of y'all with like some shit. Y'all, I'm telling you. Matter of fact, you know what? He takes do this. care of a
0: professional fighter like with the thing is the people that he's fighting bro when they're defending themselves against him it's like they know exactly how to like like bob and weave and do all this shit we have no fucking
1: we're gonna cool. run at him. Bro, get we're gonna, out We're gonna
0: get like this look, i'm gonna go y- in for like a superman punch bro and he's just gonna like just duck a little bit and just knock me out it's done bro I'm hey look i'm gonna fuck seconds.
1: y'all up listen i swear <laughs> i could, no i i ain't mean it like that i'm saying like, he's saying this i could i could beat y'all with only leg kicks no Within one wow. minute I'm ducking them I bitches. will finish y'all I'm ducking because It's a leg kick There's, there's no way, no way. Like it. When I'm jumping When I that shit, there's, You're not gonna be able To defend it And that shit is gonna Break your fucking leg Like That is so that Leg funny. kicks are, are not, Bro people Like a regular person They don't understand Like what a leg kick Would do bro It will fuck like Cause number one Your stance You don't even know How to stand correctly Without like that shit, like, completely, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like whatever whatever way you decide to stand off of not knowing how to actually stand, it's like I could use that against you so easily. You know? Are you
0: right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Okay, so you so you would technically keep your right hand. Like, you prefer to keep your right hand by, behind you. Mm-hmm. So like what is that? So my left foot forward.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, southpaw is right foot forward. Okay. So regular is just orthodox. Orthodox. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah. I think it's really interesting, bro. It's like you see some of these guys where they can go switch stance. Mm -hmm. And do you think that that like are you an advantage whenever? uh, Actually, let me rephrase this. Are you always going opposite of what the fighter is? Like so, if
1: they're in orthodox, you're going to try to be in orthodox as well. That's a great question. Uh, so that it's called open stance. If we're if you're in orthodox i'm in softball and that's normally how it is it's normally opposite stances you know? okay
0: so that like your foot's like technically you guys could like you guys would come together as I like actually, a, I'm, a, I'm tri-
1: a puzzle I'm, piece i'm tripping it's not that's actually abnormal for it to be like a southpaw versus orthodox because every most guys are orthodox so it's usually a orthodox versus an orthodox guy yeah and that is a closed stance and when it's a orthodox versus a southpaw that's like an open stance uh Fight or match whatever yeah yeah and um so what would i prefer i prefer a orthodox versus ortho i would prefer to fight an orthodox guy because gotcha, if i okay. when i fight a southpaw things get weird things change bro like there's different shots that work there's is
0: there very is there more orthodox fighters than mm-hmm. there is a southpaw okay so yeah, it's probably be...
1: like fucking 80 20 oh wow 30, yeah. okay got you mm-hmm.
0: so if you're a southpaw fighter you're like chances of getting into the UFC and fighting like those big main event fights cuz you're going to have limited options of who can fight you
1: no, no, no. Like, that's oh, so you a can
0: – okay, I got you. So it doesn't – so that doesn't, like, justify – I mean, obviously, like, you know, if you're right-handed, you can still – you can still fight Southpaw perfectly fine. It's not like there's any issue with that, but it's like mm-hmm. – I, I see what you're saying. It's just you would technically be more comfortable. It's like if you were fighting a whole – if you could choose it and have it all your way, then mm-hmm. you would do a full orthodox. I see. Got but you. the
1: thing about it, everybody's so good. Like, everyone switches. Like, I do – I switch. I do both stances. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can choose – like, if I want to – if if this guy is Southpaw, but I want to – if I don't want to stand Orthodox, I want to go in Southpaw, too. That's interesting, yeah. So, like, you kind of got those choices, you know? Yeah, it's and, so cool, bro. And what if your opponent is like, I'm not just being Southpaw. I'm going to be switching – some people just switch back and forth yeah. all the time.
0: Does it throw but, you off whenever people get in the ring and, like, you see guys like Sean O'Malley and some of these other guys, like, they immediately get in the ring and they'll, like, put their hand up really high or they'll, like, just, like, do shit to kind of, like – like they're doing things with their hands that are so abnormal. They're not just sitting there like 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 you know squaring up with you. They're like you know getting their hands all over the place. They might be standing like like just facing you type mm-hmm. thing. Um, does that ever throw you off? Like what like what is that? How do you dissect somebody doing that in a fight?
1: Uh, you mean like just the different type of stance like
0: yeah like when the, you know how you see like the bell ring and they'll like immediately like the one of the fighters will always like immediately like run up to the middle real quick and try to like get their hands and like have this really high energy kind of like mm-hmm. approach to it does that ever like does that throw you off as a fighter Does that kind of like do you how i guess how do you diagnose that as like someone like is you're kind of like defending this guy that's kind of acting weird
1: me personally i just focus on myself and i i believe i have like a real strong presence in there like I, most of the time i lure my opponent to fight my fight Cause gotcha, I, I okay. fight like I'm like, uh, fucking Dominic Cruz actually said something about it. Uh, he was calling cause he's so fucking smart and analytic. He was like watching me and he like, he called it out and, uh, but yeah, I, I slow the fight down based off not throwing. Like I'll fucking make you throw at me and I'll slow that shit down. Like I don't know. I, that's just how I fight. So as far as what my, uh, what the other guy's doing, I always make him do what I'm doing.
0: So do you always go into a fight with the same mindset where you're like, this is my game plan. This is what I'm going for. Or each fight, do you kind of look at the person and do a little bit of research and think like, okay, I'm gonna try to go into this one
1: with a little bit more energy, try to get them off their game quick. Or, uh, so when I first actually, like I just recently started to get like more analytic, you know, I, before I was, I would just go in that bitch and just do me. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I, actually, that's good. That got me here. Actually yeah. Just going in there and just doing me. but, when I fought Jalen, who's a southpaw, he gave me troubles due to it because there was adjustments I was supposed to make that I did not make, and gotcha. uh, and so I learned a lot from that. And now, now I'm gonna be like a lot more analytical for sure, and I'll be like doing like game plans and shit. But at the same time, you can't get like too stuck on that because yeah. they're
0: going to be game planning against you so you they might not even do the same thing that you're expecting them to do exactly. in the fight so you really just kind of kind of have like an idea of what they're capable of and mm-hmm. then just go in there with an open mind and take care of business exactly. have you ever had any scary moments in the ring where you've been like um, you know like sc- like scary moments in the sense of where like you know maybe someone pokes you in the eye or something like where you're like damn I'm I'm still up and I can still fight but I'm like my fucking eyes hurt like a mofo or anything like that like you see some of
1: these guys will get poked stomach in. hurts <laughs> I got, a, <laughs> I got a good one for you. you just, yeah. Just, so I, when I was fighting Ben, I, I'm trying to tell y'all he beat like I like right before I need him, but I, I was done. This, like he was fucking me up. So look, he hit me with a shot, bro. Like I don't know what happened. He punched me in my eye so hard. But I punched him at the same time and knocked his mouthpiece out. So he punched me in the eye. I punched him, knocked his mouthpiece out. He was like he like went down to grab his mouthpiece. But as he looks down to grab it, I like I went like this to like make sure my fucking eyeball was still <laughs> inside of my fucking head. That's how hard he hit me, bro. I Jesus, was like, bro. I, I was like to That's make sketchy. sure, like I was I wasn't even tripping, but I just had to make sure that my eye was oh, still there my God. because it was like three of them. He was like, <laughs> it was crazy, bro. The, crazy. Yeah, like I got there's got to be some times where you take
0: a shot in there. Who's the hardest punch? Do you think you've ever taken? It was that uh, one. Oh, really? It was that one
2: for sure. Did it all make right. you dizzy at all, or just your it vision? Busted my
1: eye, bro. I, I had like three black eyes on one eye after that fight. Who's That's your uh, who's
0: your your guy that you have like ringside whenever? like after in between each round where you're going over to the
1: side Steven Seth right now okay
0: cool yeah Yeah, shout out Seth Dupuis too man he's a fucking man we've been trying to get him on the pod for a while and uh I went to his first fight he he did a great job bro Mm -hmm. it's really cool like watching all you guys just like at different levels just fucking it's awesome you know putting
1: in work bro and yeah but us together it's gnarly like we got we got some synergy for sure nice
0: yeah you guys are all all real mellow dudes and like really it's like just you know let your let your work talk you know what i mean and um definitely put in a shit ton of work you know i think all the people out there that don't understand like the background you just see like the fights and you know the pay-per-views and all that stuff it's like ufc fighting is a all year round sport that you're training for it's like there's no off season you're just like always going after it am i correct yeah it's a lifestyle lifestyle, yeah Yeah.
1: if you want to get to this level like bro there's there's no way you could fight a guy like me, like, being, like, having a 9 to 5 or some shit. There's, like, no way. Yeah. That,
0: oh, I was going to ask you about that as well. I'm glad you brought that up. Um,
1: did, How long has it been since you have had, like, a normal day-to-day job? I just recent. I was just installing cabinets with my uncle. So no uh, way. Yeah, like just fucking. Do you few think months that in. that like have, letting go of that job? Obviously, there's so many reasons. Like,
0: trust me, bro. We like me and Joey both still have jobs too. It's like there's even though we put in so much time with this shit, it's a it's truly a grind. But at the same time, like I could only imagine what the freedoms that I would have and like how much more comfortable I'd be doing certain things if mm-hmm. I didn't have that nine to five. Right. Um, do you feel like that was, like, a big weight lifted off your shoulders whenever you Oh yeah, left it? Oh, yeah. What was the, f- like, last – what was the reason that you left that? Is it because of the UFC?
1: Yeah, as soon yeah. as I got signed, it was over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like – but I, ha- I wasn't really working because I – um like, right before I fought Jalen for the LFA title, I was working, and I had I had stopped for, like, I think it was, like, 10 weeks out before. No, actually – actually, it was – Longer than that because I had already decided to uh, stop working because I was I I knew that I would like be like because I had already fought in contender and lost okay. so I so I knew that I was about to go back on a run and get back into the I knew I was gonna um be clo- I knew I was close yeah so I, I knew I had to make that decision like I can't like like st- I can't um slow myself up you know anymore so i had to let that shit completely go is
0: it part of the process like you just know like okay if after i've knocked over a couple of these milestones like the ufc is going to be calling or is it like you know, some people get hands. It's like a hand selected type thing. Is it like, how does it work? Like, you know, OK, if like when you were going into that fight, you're like, OK, I know if I win this, I'm going to be in the UFC.
1: Yeah, that LFA, bro, that LFA title, that's the fucking golden ticket, bro. OK, if you win that LFA title. It's over. If you got a good manager, you win the LFA. Title. What was that? How, what was that first
0: call like from the UFC? Like, how did it go?
1: So uh, <laughs> my manager called me fucking four days after I won the title. Matter of fact, early like yeah, about three four days after I won the title, he's like, bro, th- we might have a spot in the UFC like next weekend, and I'm like, what? No way. He's like, yeah. So so ch- if you're like drinking and shit or whatever, just like pay- <laughs> chill out. Like you might it, it might be happening, right? But I got a few of those like already. Like before that, before I even got on contender, I had a few like close calls, right? So I um. I had just fought like four days prior and I told myself like I'm finna like wild out this week I'm finna drink and chill and eat food and shit and then I'm gonna get back to training but I'm gonna enjoy this one week so I can actually get back to training fully right yeah so he called, and I'm like bro it's not gonna happen I was like it's not gonna happen bro like it's no this shit done happen before like it's not gonna happen so I continued to fucking drink and continue I was wilding that week bro and a few days later he called me. He's like, bro, it's happening. <laughs> I'm like, and it's like the Thursday. It's like Thursday. Oh no. Yeah. Dude. So I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, fuck it, bet. So yeah, that's that's how that happened. That's so crazy.
0: you had to cut weight like back down again mm-hmm. in that
1: short period of time? Yep. Holy shit. I fought shit, two bro. weeks. So and when I made my debut, I had fought two weeks uh uh well a day short of two weeks. Before that, that's insane. There's,
0: dude, there's, how do you recover that quickly? Like, that is, that's Bro, gotta I still be.
1: had, like, I still had a blood uh, vessel in my eye pop. Like, in my UFC pictures, I got, like, a red dot in my eye.
0: And was that, correct me if I'm wrong, like, which, was this the, was this the knee fight where you mm-hmm. threw the knee? Okay, this so was this. the,
1: uh, the one where I hit him with the counter. Okay, got yeah. you.
0: Okay, so that was it. So you, it actually ended up working out in your favor. You were only out there for like a, right, g- a couple was, seconds. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that
1: knee, bro, that Ben fight. There's no way I was. I, yeah. I, I, well, actually, shit. Because I was going to say I would have did it, but I yeah, I would have been fucked up.
0: I was going to say because if that was that, if that was the the Ben fight, if that was right after, like only having two weeks to train, I was like, imagine if you had a full like. A period of training. What is the typical? It's like three months or something like that? Uh,
1: Like a fight camp? Yeah. Like eight weeks.
0: Okay, got you. And um, what is the, like, coming down, like you're on the last week of fight camp, what kind of things are you cutting out? Um, Bro,
1: it's the weight. It's like the weight is what you're focusing on at that point.
0: Are you not supposed to, I, I know this is, like, true for NFL players and stuff, are you not supposed to, like, be with your girl at all, like, before the fight or things I like that? I believe
1: that's, like, a myth. I don't know. I, I, me, personally, I don't be going by that shit, like, I do I I be doing me, bro. You for know, sure, one hundred percent. I, I yeah. do not be, uh, you know. Uh, boxers they seem big on that. Yeah, I've seen boxers, and know.
0: sometimes like it's uh, they'll like NFL players will sleep at like a separate hotel even if they're in their hometown, like the night before right. game day and stuff. Right. See, like yeah. the thing,
1: like obviously, like. On, like, fucking weight cut day and the day of the fight, like, obviously, I'm not like going super hard and shit. Like, I'm for sure, yeah. It's yeah, more yeah. of like chill, you know. I'm not like, I'm not fucking trying to perform, you know. <laughs> 100%. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's where people fuck up. Like, if you're like, if you like have like some crazy
0: shit, like in the time, too, like, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're supposed to be going to bed at 10 o'clock and you end up going to bed at midnight, like, those extra two hours, bro, like, affects your sleep schedule, that's, affects your performance the next day, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, just, I was, I've always been so curious about that. I was like, you know, there's so many things that go into it that like normal list. Listeners or normal people like that watch UFC wouldn't have any idea about. Yeah, and um, yeah, me, I actually I didn't know a lot of this stuff either. So mm-hmm. it's so cool. To, I appreciate people, you coming here and giving us that perspective. Well, of course, bro.
1: bro, I appreciate y'all having me. Some people do actually go by that, but personally, I just don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just live your life. In the UFC, right. um, yeah. they don't uh, it's, it's like NBA too, where they don't really care about marijuana coming up on drug tests and things like that.
1: Well, you can smoke all like outside of competition so you can smoke okay. like you can smoke weed whenever you want but when you have a fight in competition you can't smoke like so the day before of your fight like weigh ins you can't smoke like that okay. day or the day of your fight you because because you can't be
0: inebriated like during the fight, or like uh, like I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. cool. They Make, it makes just sense. They basically don't want
1: you high. Well, you can't be drinking
0: fight. out there either. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's like crazy. you can't be. Do you, have you ever met someone that kind of has like a weird pre-fight like uh, ritual, like maybe oh, yeah. they take a shot or something oh, beforehand? Yeah. Those. Do you have do any?
1: That. Me. Dang, you took that question. That's crazy. Uh, before the UFC, I always smoked weed. Like I would fucking smoke. Like, bro, I've literally, I've smoked with my hand wrapped. <laughs> swear to god oh i've smoked i've went out so smoke with my hands wrapped bro swear like crazy i was like if i could I,
0: but I sometimes think, like people will, like if you're a big stoner a lot of people like don't realize that if you're smoking a lot sometimes you feel more sober after like just having a couple hits of something as opposed right. to like not smoking for exactly. a couple of days for yep. sure
1: exactly i've actually i hit a pin like right right before i walked out before like i fucking crazy, hit that busy, bro.
0: <laughs> but at least it'll kind of like calm you down in the moment and kind of like get your nerves right, you know. A, a lot, lot of, of people it, it helps them, you know, keep their mind right in that situation, mm-hmm. you know.
1: I just it's easy, it's like easier for me to like enter flow state. Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: glad the UFC is one of those sports that's kind of okay with that, like, you know, not because of anything in particular, but just like it's you guys are putting your fucking lives out on the line. It's like let these guys just re- recover the way they
1: want to recover. Honestly, you the know? thing about it, the only facts behind it is it fucking slows my reaction time down. Right? Yeah. Like I mean, so if anything, look it's at the like result. a disadvantage. It's 100%. I know, right? I'm fucking counter knockout, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Shit, when I'm high, I don't know what's hundred <laughs> percent crazy. But oh no, it um yeah, it definitely it definitely kind of probably puts you in that more relaxed
0: state and gets you kind of like gets your mind right for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and that's
1: what you that's the. That's the best way to be is relaxed and chill and calm. You know, like you don't want to be all like super overhyped because mm-hmm. that energy, you're going to need it. You know,
0: mm-hmm. 100%, boys. So uh, <laughs> how about we get into uh, me and Joey's favorite segment of the pod, win of, win the, of the week. week. <laughs> uh, Joseph, <clears throat> you want to start us off this week? I started us off last week. So you yes. said you're going to nerd out a little bit on this one. So
2: Maybe a little bit. Um, Let's see. My win of the week are the tropics right now. The tropics, you know, all the hurricanes and stuff. Oh my! There's God. no current hurricanes, but there's a um like a tropical wave coming off of Africa.
0: Is there really? Okay, cause yeah. I, you showed me a little scale sk- or a
2: chart like three or four days ago, and I fun fact about me, I check that GFS model every single day. No way, once or twice. Sometimes I barely three know times how to read that shit, bro. I just I like seeing what the storms are doing, and I want to know if we're gonna get waves. Yeah, we, so we don't get to surf a lot anymore. But, so
0: should we? So should we maybe think about doing a uh, Joey Allen surf forecast segment on the pod no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll give you like a little green
0: screen background, and you can point up here. Like, all right, now this model like, is gonna this be, <laughs> going to <this> be. <way. laughs> I think like that'd be funny. That'd be funny as fuck. bro. That
2: That's my win <laughs> of the week, and they're doing I good. Like we it. got some activity out
1: there. So yeah, me and you are going to be waves. paddling
0: out tomorrow morning, uh, yeah. Trey. I don't know if you surf, bro, yeah, but yeah. you know if you'd like to, bro.
1: You know, I, we got a board for it. you. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it. I'm not the best, but honestly, I'll come try again. Yeah, man. It's um. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh,
0: we'll we'll definitely be out there tomorrow, and that'll be a good time. Um, solid win of the week.
2: Thank you. What's
0: That my win of the week. I'm. Uh, nerd out a little bit as well but i don't know if y'all boys watch i'm not a big like i don't watch a ton of tv mm. and my girl recently got me on this very niche ass category on netflix and like peacock and stuff bro it's like those viking shows oh bro those are fire bro <laughs> oh. those are fire the last fire. kingdom vikings like the one with ragnar and mm-hmm. shit um what's another one there's like uh vikings valhalla there's, like, all the—I've watched, like, four or five different series, bro. Finished the whole thing in, like, a really? week. Like, dude. Damn, you are. They are so <laughs> fucking good. They are, though. They bro, are. those bitches are so fun to watch. I don't know—like, the one with Ragnar Lothbrok, like, where it's— um, uh, Travis Fimmel's actually the actor f- for him, and I think he's an incredible actor as it is, but he's—that series is fucking insane, bro. Mm. And you've got—I um, mean, it's just—just just looking at, like, the culture— I mean, it's, not, it's obviously, like, off fake it's not like these are like real you know it's not like a documentary or anything but it's cool just kind of like looking at i mean back in the day dude there were some savages bro like vikings were fucking crazy and i don't know if any of that shit's accurate or i actually did do some research on like ragnar Lothbrook, like the name Uh and he was a real viking and a lot of the things that he did happened in the show but it was like I mean, just just the way that they put it out—it's like the suspensefulness of it, the drama. It's like there's all these different relationships being formed, but they're all Vikings, so it's like they don't have any problem. Like the wife and the husband will go out there and just kill people like all right. the time, and it's it sounds like very dark and fucked up. But it's the way it's all played out—it's like you develop a very deep like connection to the main characters of these shows, mm. bro. Like, have you have you ever seen any of those?
1: I've like I've seen a little bit actually. Me and Steve and Seth all we were uh, watching fucking uh troy we just watched Troy. oh again. how was that That shit's so hard but i think that's like my favorite movie of all time, yeah bro. i really <laughs> do. that shit is so hard and I, and
0: I saw that i was gonna i was gonna go check that one out too you never seen troy
1: no i've never seen that bro, bro. please watch it and like hit me up after and tell me because you're gonna thug bro it's it is so yeah I, I
0: posted on my story a couple days ago that i've been fucking with this Viking. i was like telling people to put bro. in like comment your suggestions in there and someone mm-hmm. said troy i was like oh i gotta check that bro, out it is
1: bro Favorite all time movie.
0: Yeah, so that's a good win of the week, man. I mean, I love like Joe. Have you ever seen you've never seen it? I don't really no, I've never I I will just say, like, I'll put you on my favorite one. Just give it one episode, bro. That's all it took for me, it took like ten minutes, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, it is so engaging. It's like I don't know what is about it, but they also have the accents. I fuck with their accents too. Mm -hmm. It's like usually they've got like those European, like those like British accents or Mm -hmm. whatever they are. and, And it's definitely it's such a it's a Are there any
2: pirates in there?
0: They're all kind of pirates. Like, the Vikings, like, bro, they raid and shit. So, it's, like, cool because they'll have, like, their own little villages. But the way that they, like, get other villages, they literally go with an army and raid that shit. And so, it's, like, it's really graphic. I will say, like, if you're not good with blood or, like, watching... I mean, the way they... I don't know how they make it so realistic, but it is extremely... Like, the graphics are very... It's violent. Yeah. It's very violent. And I don't usually like that shit, but, um, you know... (laughs) anything to get my girl off love island bro that's all i gotta (laughs) say bro because that shit is it's it's a good show i'll give i'll give him credit bro i fuck with it definitely so shout out to viking shows um yeah trey win of the week
1: man i gotta go with jesus christ bro the way the truth let's go man i love that one yeah bro it's i mean it's my everything bro without jesus like i'm i'm nothing like i truly and i say that confidently i'm happy to be nothing without jesus because with jesus i'm everything and he's right here it's it's a beautiful thing like and i'm just the type of like understanding and like breakthroughs that i've been getting like with my relationship with christ have just been crazy type of revelations and uh everything has just come so full circle i just i'm just like i'm so fulfilled i'm just so grateful and i'm just i'm so filled with joy just every single day you I know? Love that, and i bro, just yeah it, it's it's beautiful
0: I like it. Do you uh do you still continue to read the Bible like throughout this to, Yeah, I this read day? it this morning, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So you're it, it, you're so, it's it's just, it's so cool to look at like guys like yourself where you've got so much going on. It's like you're a fucking professional athlete, but you still make time for your faith. And it just shows like how motivated you are and just like how much you actually care about this shit. And yeah, I think I it's, I, I respect it a lot. Like a lot of my listeners know I'm not, I don't have really like a specific faith and I don't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm very open minded with a lot of that stuff. And looking at guys like yourself where it's like you're so committed and you put in so much time and like even when you've got all the glory in your hands, you still give it to God. I just think it's so cool. Like even, like I said, that post fight interview bro so motivational um you're a fucking legend like i knew from that point i was like we gotta get this dude on the pod bro
1: (laughs) i appreciate it's cool
0: watching guys like yourself also come from out of the same city that Mm -hmm. i've come out of like you know it's just it's inspiring i hope that a lot of these listeners take this shit away and be like you know anything's possible truly bro especially for a guy like yourself starting at 17 years old right you know it's like is that not, like, old as fuck to start something and become a professional athlete? Is, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know, you're not going to find any NFL, like, wide receiver, running back, QB that started at 17 and now they're, like, in the NFL. I'll tell That's you true. that for they sure. They were,
1: like, damn near in the NFL And a lot of these
0: NASCAR man. drivers, like, a lot of these guys, like, you always hear about them. They started, like, their dad was a NASCAR driver. Mm-hmm. And they got them into it when they were three, you know? Mm-hmm. and just, like, random shit. That's yeah, just how it goes, right, you know? Right. So that, you're, that, you're breaking the odds, bro, for that, sure.
1: That actually was, like, a little bit of fear of mine when I did start. I'm like, damn, like. I guess I am like a little old, and like these guys started when they were five years old and fucking karate and shit. Yeah, but um, nah, man, it, it it worked out. Like honestly, it's crazy how perfectly, uh, God set my life up. Like when I actually first started training in May, there's a lot of things that I did from football. Actually, I I used to go to this place called the Hit Center, and it was like high intensity training, a lot like my strength and conditioning workouts I do today. Yeah, like crazy, like and that shit developed me into an athlete, bro. I was I was a young goofy ass kid. And that shit developed me into an athlete, and that's when, like, I was only, like, playing football, like, on a small level, and, um, but that shit really developed me, so then once I did, when I, when I did get into MMA at 17, I was kind of, like, I, I, it was just perfect, and plus, like, my, my experience with, like, other sports, and just, like, I played baseball a lot as a kid, I forgot to mention that, but I was big on baseball, and, like, the way you, like, swing your hips to swing a bat, that's, like, the same motion you used to throw a punch, Hundred percent, sick, like, God just set me up perfectly, Uh like, it was just a perfect transition. As far as how tall I am, my range, like, what I ended up actually choosing for my stock Because this is what people don't understand. Like, starting out with MMA, you have to, like, figure out what type of foundation you want to develop without knowing shit. You don't know nothing. You never fought. You don't even understand. Yeah. And uh, it's like you develop from that. And, like, some guys, like, if you make a big mistake at from there... Then that can dictate how far you can ever go. Like it, it's crazy, and that's something wow. that you have to make a decision when you don't even know. Like, so I really like I thank God that he because like everything just worked perfectly when I didn't even know. Like I had no idea. Like it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, man, you're you're like on top of the world right now, bro. And I can only imagine the things you got lined up and the goals that you have. Um, what's one of those? What's what's next for? trade the truth waters man like what's? do you have a fight planned out right now is there someone scheduled okay no
1: yeah i don't because i broke my hand in my last one so i'm still kind of recovering from that but okay um, cool hopefully before the year's over and uh i plan on being the world champ bro usc champion within like three to four years i love
0: that bro that's dope at 170 Mm -hmm. yeah dude that's insane and once
1: i get that belt once i get the 70 belt i'm going up Dude, that, that get that's that, hectic. I'm gonna get, get both, bro. That's
0: hectic, yeah. and and um, you know, I think the sky's the limit for you, bro. Especially with your fighting style and just like how aggressive you are in the ring, and like you're an animal, bro. And Thank um, you, yeah, and and. You know, I don't think me and Joey stand a fucking chance. <laughs> um, but, hey, we'll be outside that ring, bro. You know what I'm saying? We'll be yeah, ready yeah, for you afterwards, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, And, and dude, I appreciate you coming on this show, bro. It's, I appreciate y'all. It's a legendary me. experience, man. First ever professional athlete on the show. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you for believing in the podcast, bro. Yeah, you know, man, you. we certainly believe in you. And the shit that you're doing is fucking next level, dude. So, yeah, I appreciate it, um, man. I believe in y'all. Continue putting in that work. Because yeah. it's fun watching your growth and it's fun watching just, you know, what God's doing, oh, I yeah. guess is what yes, you could say. Yes, so, sir. That's right. Um, Joey, any last words? Any 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 last questions
2: for the boy? Any last questions? No. Um, I do appreciate you coming out. Yes, was we appreciate it was fun. a good time. Talking. We had a good conversation. Yes, yeah, sir. I definitely um, think we knocked it out of the park
0: for the first time. Actually, the there was,
2: was one question that I wanted to ask way, way earlier, but Nick went shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do you So, like, are you more worried to fight a shorter person. Um. Since you're better on your feet, like, are is there is there a group of people that you're more scared to fight? Is what I'm saying. No, not scared to fight, but like. No, you know, I, I understand. Exactly would what you, you say saying.
0: that you have more of a like, like your own comfortability? Would you rather have someone that's like not as close to your legs like that? Mm-hmm. Like, because you said your legs are way more exposed when you're a taller guy, and
1: yeah. Um, I mean. It's an advantage being shorter As far as wrestling wise Like yeah they are closer to my legs But it's not that It's not like that profound To where like Oh, if he's a shorter guy, he's really going to be. You're not really worried about it. His yeah. shoulders
0: are also closer to his head, so we keep saying like, "Yeah, the guy that's shorter is closer to his legs," but his shoulders are closer to the other dude's head. Right. Yeah. So it's like in reality, there's there's an advantage for both, you that's know. True. That's um, true. but most of your most of your losses are the people that you or have had like a little bit of a problem against have mm-hmm. been the shorter guys, the more stockier, like the guys because. Well, because um, you okay. got on the ground, I guess right. what I'm trying to say, like most, you, it, not a lot of people beat you Santa straight up, mm-hmm. so I think that's a really cool aspect of your game, and um, I think you know just keep honestly using that shit against like like to your benefit because yes sir that's um, the plan yeah it's, it's fun watching you fight bro and <laughs> no, you know it's always it, going to be either um a quick finish you know mm-hmm. what i mean just put them away early or you know that that shit might go all the way to the end and you might get some extravagant like crazy ending knee. bro yeah shout out to right. that shout out to that knee honestly that i think been. that i should have made my win of the week the knee yeah
2: <laughs> the knee <laughs> you don't want I mean. to get hit with
0: yeah, yeah man uh trade the truth waters on the og sessions podcast episode 70 um, all y'all that are listening to this thing, man, make sure that you're subscribed on all platforms. Um, you know, if you're down in Brazil, make sure you're tuned in on, uh, Player FM. You know, we got, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on SiriusXM. Um, you know, anywhere in the world, you can tune into this podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, make sure you drop that like, and make sure you drop that comment, baby. If you know someone that likes UFC, or you know someone that, uh, would just fuck with our boy, Trey the Truth Waters, or you know someone that would, um, just fuck with the boys in general, yes, sir. Put them on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. man. Share it, send, send it to a link. friend bro you know how it goes man we're um we're, we're starting a little army over here and um the people on patreon know that we got some big things planned big 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 huge mega trip lined up and that's going to be taking place right after this episode drops so everybody stay tuned shit's getting lit og sessions podcast we are out
2: peace